And without further ado, four, three, two, one, this is Gregory. <laughs> hey folks, welcome back to I Am Gregory. It's been a little while, but much like a snowstorm in the Midwest, I keep popping up at the most inconvenient times. And this is the inconvenient time for you. So, hey, if you like inconvenience, you're in the right place. I'm back here today with my partner in crime, my shotgun rider, my ride and die partner, my homie, the ride and die chick, my wife, my other half, the right half. See, because I said you called you the right half and my other half. Because you're the right, not the wrong, and the left, the other side. Okay. Who I was able to pull away from her multi, um, multi-mask making business. I was finishing business. up this custom uh, mask for my niece. Yes, you are. Oh, sorry. I put the boom in your face. <laughs> I didn't know it was that kind of party. It's that kind of party. The boom is in the place. Yeah, so... I appreciate you taking some time out of your busy 13 to 14 hour uh, sweatshop schedule to come hang down here with me. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so, hope everybody's doing good, staying safe, safe as you can, safe as you want to be, or safe as you should be. Uh, but, you know, as always, I want to grace you guys with a few moments and let you know how things have been going on this side of the planet, the dark side of the moon, or the dark side of the earth. And this was a very interesting week. Uh, since I last spoke to you guys, uh, we've had some experiences with our pets. Uh, Nika has made dozens of not, uh, what's the quadruple dozens? I don't know whatever the number is for that, of masks. Yeah. She's uh, supplied them to the elderly, to the essential workers, and to those who just want to buy a mask in case some shit goes down. So... Uh, thank you again for taking the time and joining us. And as no we're talking, problem. you're actually fielding some requests right now. I know. So, um. <laughs> yeah, I was just checking on some new designs. Well, you are an important and essential part of this world. So tell me, because I think that people are interested, first of all, foremost, um, bring them up to speed what you've been doing, how it's been going, how you got started. And where you are, how you feel. Does it make you feel good doing it? Does it make you feel bad? It does. Um, and I feel good that the people that I've been... Well, it started off with me wanting to do it for family and friends for free. Oh, sorry. I have a little bit of cold. Um, Like our parents, um, you know, other people in our lives. Me, our house, obviously. Um, it, that's how it started. Then I had a friend of mine, um, uh, because I had done some tutorials on my YouTube channel. Um, I have like three different styles of tutorials I have on my YouTube channel. I posted a couple of the videos on Facebook and then I had a friend of mine come to me and ask me for her family initially. And then she made me <laughs> pay her. And I, told, I was trying to give her like the lowest price because for me, I just wanted the people in my life to be safe and have mm -hmm. what they needed. Um, she wasn't going for that. She actually set the price herself. And then it kind of just snowballed from there. When her husband went to work, you know, his coworkers came back and was like, oh, we want some. So then it was 10 and 10 and 10 and 10. And so it just kind of got started like that. And then I was playing around with different styles. Then I had some other people come to me. You know, my oldest son needed some for him and his family. And um, we had another son that was outside of the home um, because he's a free spirit. So we can keep him <laughs> in the home. That's nice way to put it. around too many people. But I, I needed to make sure he was safe as well. And it just kind of went from there. And 
Um, for me, it, it's it's nothing. Um, it, it I do get some some pains in my neck from sewing so much, but I love sewing. I love what I do. You know, for the people that live close to me like if they you know some people's faces are too small and some people's faces are too big so what i make is like the average size but i'm always willing to you know fix them for them and i've had a few that i um that i did have to adjust and fix for people and so now i've gotten to the point where when someone asks me for a mask you know i'm i'm into the customization part of it now well, what style do you want or you know do you want it around the ears or over the head because i know a lot of people don't like it around the ears because it gets uncomfortable especially the people that have to work outside of their home yeah so um it's just kind of going from there and then you know me i get obsessive and that's kind of where this project is going for my niece <laughs> my sister came to me and asked me about making a specific mask. And when I looked at it, I was like, I can't do that. that it's custom fabric. No, no, no. She's in a sorority. So yeah, my niece. You gotta, she, yeah. She's in a, a Alpha Kappa Alpha. And her, uh, she is was supposed to be graduating this week. Well, she's still going to graduate. They're going to do a virtual graduation, I mm -hmm. think my sister said, next week. So congratulations to Mia. Congratulations, uh, Mia. That's, that's <laughs> my girl. But yeah, yeah, she's in a sorority. So, um, you know, pink and green. But... Um, the, the pattern my sister initially showed me for the mask, I said, oh, well, that's custom fabric. I can make that style, but I can't, if you can find the fabric, like I can do it. But then of course me being me, I went and did my research and I decided to come up with my own style for her and kind of incorporate her images and what I think the mask would represent for her as well as the sorority. So that's what I have been working on all week. <laughs> yeah, and I told you, I told you, I said, you're going to be at this. Well, what did I say? I said, if you do more than three hours in this, it's too long. Yeah. And <laughs> I went to sleep last night and you were still doing that shit. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. after more than three hours, yeah. the sun was up when I said that. Yeah. But I get it. I get it. I yeah, do. when I do custom work, it has to be to my liking. If I don't like it, then I'm not willing to create it. And that's just how I feel. Um, you know, everybody else, like, I always see my flaws in my work. But, you know, Greg has the tendency to say nobody would know that if you didn't say it. And it's true because if somebody recognizes it, then you can do it yourself, right? So, you know, mm -hmm. I have to get myself into that that mode of thinking, you know, I may see the flaws or I may not like it, but other people may love it. And I know she's going to love it, but eh, it's my niece. So I'm just like, ah, oh, it has to be perfect. You know, they always say the artists are the, most, are, are the greatest critics. That's because true. they never consider a project finished, mm -hmm. finished or completed. It's and always, always a working project. I see how I can do it better. That, that's just me. I always yeah. see how I can do it better, especially when I see it on someone and I look and say, oh, well, I, I should have done this, that, and the third. And, you know, people are looking at me like, what? It's fine. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, take a takeaway from that is that what you're doing ultimately is, is first of all, is a wonderful thing. I know a lot of people are doing it, but it takes a lot to do it. Mm -hmm. um, it takes one to see what it was uh, from. I like from the movie uh, Big uh, from the from Robots. <laughs> see a need, fill a need. Yeah, and that's it, what it, I'm doing. It's a it's a it's a funny little phrase, but it's it's so true. And it's a little phrase like that, it kind of resonate with people around times like this so mm -hmm. it's awesome you're doing it i'm proud of you doing it everywhere i go i tell everyone like i uh we're gonna get into later on the story about the dog yeah. our dog but i was at the groomers and um 
I always I go in there like before I go into a store because I have all the prototype masks which are like works in project process. So I got them. The candy skull one. I redid that one so you could have it in the right size. Mm. You did, and I wear I wear that thing. But I get in the car and say, okay, where am I going? Okay, because I love the skull one. I know that draws attention. So I said, I'm going here. So like today when I went to go pick the dog up, the girl was like, she's talking about the dog. He got a lot of stuff going on. She's like, poor dog. Poor doggy. But he's doing better now. He is. We're going to talk about that we for a minute. That. But she's like, I got to get my coworker would love that. If you know where you got it from, because it's so cool. She loves the skulls. And I'm like, she's like, I know you got a lot going on. I'm sorry. I'm just towards. I said, no, 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 no. It's thank you. It's awesome. My wife made them. She sells them. I'm like, my wife makes them. She sells them. Those, that, those are my tag words. Tag, <laughs> those are my keywords. Every time. Makes them. She sells. She makes them. She sells them. I'm basically like a little pimp. So, yeah, yeah. and for the longest, when I was making deliveries, I was sitting there just cash apping you the money because, like, I get five, ten, fifteen bucks from somebody here, and I throw it in my glove box, and I say, "Here, let me send the money." So I'm like, I was at my at my dad's house because he bought one, two, three of them. Actually, he bought four. Four. Because I made two the first time, and he. Took two. He, he couldn't figure out. What was going he took on. one apart because I, I knew it. Cause he thought it was supposed to be taken apart, but it was a different type of fabric, so it was understandable. No, well, no, it wasn't understandable because it wasn't. No, see, my He's dad was like older. We have to give him a little leeway. Every old person take apart. Don't give him a pass. I'm telling you why he did it. I told you he was gonna do it. He was an electrician, so his, yeah. by nature he's fixing Takes and changing apart. things. So, I'll, he called me back. He's like. Well, um, she ain't more. I said, you took it apart, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, I, I took it apart. But as as normal, he got halfway through and was like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah okay. He, it was supposed to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. But. Well, one of the problems I'm facing now, and Greg and I was, was talking about this, is it's it's really detrimental for me because anytime I've ever wanted or needed fabric for anything, I've always been able to find it online, in stores, um, you know, the fat quarters. I would just run to Walmart real quick, pick up some fat quarters, but I never needed them in the capacity I need them now. And especially like for cotton fabrics, I would just keep like cotton fabric on hand just yeah. for like tutorial purposes. I make tutus for crying out loud. I got chiffon and tulle and lace and satin, you know, but I've always had cotton fabric on hand just for like my YouTube channel and stuff that I would make for Autumn. Mm -hmm. So it was never. Autumn's our daughter. I don't yeah. think I've ever mentioned oh, I'm that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I talk about her a lot on my channel. So it's, I'm used to saying just, you know, the kids' names. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I never had the need for cotton fabric as much as I needed now. And I've depleted all of my stash of, you know, cotton fabric. And mm -hmm. I have some coming right now from Etsy. I got lucky for solid color fabric. But normally I'm like fabric.com or I have a place in New York that I order from. Um, but a lot of the stores that I normally shop at, and even Joann's, like it'll tell you you could do pickup in store, but then you go online, then it says no pickup in store. And it's like, but you said it's available in the store, but now I can't pick it up at the store. Like that's the weirdest so, yeah. That's the weirdest thing because I drove by there. I know I called you the one day yep. and I was like, Hold on, I know there's a Joann's up here in the corner. So 
I stopped by and it's got literally mm-hmm. signs online, curbside order, order online for pickup. Yeah. But I'm looking at this store like, who the fuck is dropping yeah. this? The store is dark. So like, everything that I want, it'll tell me which aisle it's available. That's even worse. But then it's like, but you're telling me right now that I can't do curbside pickup, but you're telling me it's available in aisle 51. <laughs> like, I need that. Interfacing has never been something I've ever had any problems with running out of interfacing anywhere in the world I've ever wanted to order interfacing from. And now it's like a hot commodity. Like it's a rarity. I found it again on Etsy. Thank you to lovely Etsy workers who have this stuff available because other than like Amazon has it and I love Amazon, but right now a lot of people are price gouging and it's driving me insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, so, they're charging that, those are the problems it. I'm facing besides the fact that I love making these masks. I love playing around with the different fabrics that I have and the different styles and patterns and stuff like that. I make some for kids and, you know, like set adults and things like that. So now I'm getting into more customized masks, which is going to be fun because I love creating that too. So, yeah. yeah we got, you got some cool ideas. Yeah, there. right now... My <laughs> tutu and hair bow business is on hold because this is priority. You know, we all have to be safe right now. A lot of stores are not going to accept you if you're not wearing a mask. I know my sister went to the doctor. She lives in Georgia. She couldn't go to the doctor's office without a mask. I have an appointment on the 18th. I can't even wait in the waiting room because it's new CDC, you know, stuff going on. So mm-hmm. everybody is going to need masks. And for our family, we like variety. So I like making a ton of them. So. We have different masks. This is gonna be this is gonna be interesting. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't see it going away ever. I think it's gonna become the new normal because it, it's kind of like uh, one of those space movies you see where they go to a new planet and the first guy takes his helmet off. It's like you need your helmet. You can breathe here. And the other people kind of hesitant. They're like, I'm good. Well, it's still watching. Like, is he gonna blow the fuck up? Oh, okay, maybe. Right. I mean, I'm gonna still keep it. In, I'm gonna keep it close though. I'm gonna keep it close. All right, I'm gonna stay over here. <laughs> you, you stay over there. I'm gonna do my thing. You do your thing. Well, I think yeah. it's, it's cool. It's good. It's it's like I say. It's awesome to see you doing this stuff. I mean, you know, you yeah, stay up all times, all hours. And, and I know a lot of people are doing it because I I, I go places. I see a lot of masks. And I say they are not selling that in the stores. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got the designers like Gucci and whoever else selling these two hundred dollar masks. I'm like fuck out of here. They gotta do something with their leftover fabric. I guess they're not leftover <laughs> fabric. I'm like, don't get me started on that. You know, don't get me. Don't get me started on that. Make the thousand dollar skirts and bags. They know, making it all out of sixteen of cent fabric. Sixteen to twenty six cent of fabric. They not. I know how much that fabric costs because I, you know, yeah, I make stuff not so, you like know. that. If some of you knew, you'd be so. It's gonna be, it, it's gonna be people getting jacked for their mask in a minute. Why? Right. <laughs> Man, I got the no Cartier, the Cartier mask. They be stealing masks. Man, I jacked the boy's Cartier mask up in the street. Oh, shoot. What? I got the Cartier mask. <laughs> they got Cartier yeah. Mask. Oh shoot. Where they do that at? Right. So. <laughs> no, like I know you can get your silhouette, and you can you can make it for personal use. You just can't sell it. It's really not that hard. But in, in addition to that, like you've been working and doing your thing, mm-hmm. I have found myself isolated to the small corner of the world that I call my little work home office. And, you know, I was talking to our neighbor across the street the other day, and he works from home. I don't know what he does. I didn't ask him because we don't talk that much, and I didn't want to get into a business for whatever reason. But, I just don't want to get that close. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to get that close. We, we were about 20, 20 feet apart across right, the street. Right. But, you know, and he, I, he was telling me, first of all, he told me, he was like, um, I'm ready to go back to work. And I'm like, 
fuck is wrong with you? I'm enjoying this shit. I'm living my best life. But he has an eight-month-old high roll that the kid is. It's young. It's, it's little. It can't walk. It's still, it's still a yeah, sit-down Yeah, she just had that kid. I don't know when she had before last summer, something like that. Something like that. I don't, maybe I, it's eight. I think he says eight months old. Oh, and he has okay. eight. He has eight year old. Or th- well, Twelve. We're calling it an it. Do we it's know what it, it is? I think it's a a boy. It's we're just gonna boy call it a boy. We're gonna call it a boy. The boy, the boy, <laughs> the boy. Yeah, I don't know, but so I'm talking to him, and he's like, yeah, he's ready to go at the work because you know he got the kid, the little kid, he has an eight year old son, and he has a little baby, and I'm like, shoot, I guess I will be too. That's gonna be stressful, but for me. And he and I both had the same problem. He's like, you know, you don't know when to stop working. Like, even as we're sitting here, I have my work screens up because I don't, I don't stop. And it's a Friday night. It's Friday at nine forty. What am I doing? Yeah, I think one night it was like I woke up because I couldn't sleep. I'm like, are you still working? I was like, yeah. But you know, the thing is, what what you don't realize is how much you appreciate leaving work. And I know this sounds. I to people who are still working or have never or are, are unable to work from home, but like, and I, I think it might be a field dream. I know, I know lawyers, they work a lot around the clock and I've had coworkers who work from home that work all around the clock. And I understand why now, because like I wake up in the morning, I get out of bed and I'm start working. And, I, and there's no reason for me to stop because if I stop working, I sit down and watch TV. And one thing I mentioned to you, I'm not watching TV as much anymore. Mm-hmm. I look. I don't care about the TV show because nothing's going to be there, and I am. I can give a a, a a damn about celebrity going live on Instagram. Like so, all I see is all I see on, on online. The sports are done, so they watch a game from 1987, <laughs> right. and then it's like reruns on TV. No movies at the theater. Can't go there, and so I'm like, well, everything's on television. It's already been recorded. So, and I don't want to hear, a, a, I don't really care to see celebrities from their house. You know, first of all, I get irritated when they, I'm like, God damn, is that your house? Like, why you got to show all your house on Instagram? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Jimmy Kimmel, at least act like you have, you poor. Right, go in the basement. Just go in the basement. Go in that, then that room that you haven't redone in your basement. Yeah. And go there. It make makes us, me feel like you're a real person. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking yeah. back. I say, is that a bird flying in your house? <laughs> I think, who has a bird in there? I'm, they got a pathway for yeah. birds going in and out. I swear. And then, they're like, no, we're roughing it. We're making it. We're social distancing. Doing, I, I guess you are social distancing doing you your thing. talk about roughing it? Okay, my kids are getting tired of each other. Yes. All right? they want they want to be separated. They want to be moved around. <laughs> Look, no, we don't have these <laughs> rich people houses. We got normal people houses, and right now it's just somebody moves out. This is what it is. Who your room? Your roommate? You gonna get get to know them because you are gonna exactly. see them again? That's who you gonna be with. Now, when all this is over, yeah. y'all can go out the house with your mask on because don't come back giving me your germs now. But this exactly, is what it is. exactly, exactly. So now, see the difference for me is. I'm here all the time. So I work from home all the time. And the only problem I face, like in the summertime, normally when he's at work is I don't, I'm he. I don't have that disconnection. Like when it comes to mm-hmm. the kids mm-hmm. and they need me, then I just stop working. And that's frustrating yeah. because it's like, I can't get any work done because I'm so focused on the kids. But now that they're getting older and now that dad's home too, I don't think they bother me as much. But, no, no, they bother me. I th- yeah, is that's what the problem comes in. Now they're bothering him, and not saying that what I do isn't real work, but he has like 
you know, uh, he works for someone else, basically. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not like, yeah. like with me, if, if I'm failing, I'm failing myself. If he doesn't do his job, he do, he's not doing his part for the company. But I, it's kind of the same thing because, you know. But you, you answer to yourself Yeah, no I'm one answering else. to myself. I'm my own boss. And so when I'm not being productive, I have no one to blame but me. But then it's like, if these little rascals are bothering me, then I can get more work done. But I think now they just don't want to be around each other, so it kind of works in my favor because I don't want to be around me either. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just had a vision of that. I had a meeting with myself, and myself told me that I was underperforming. <laughs> myself I told me. I, I actually do write myself horrible notes so I can see the next day, like when I wake up, I put it in my calendar and I say bad things to myself. Me but told myself <laughs> that I was underperforming. I need to get my shit together. Like the, I'm super frustrated with myself the night before, before I go to bed. I make a note in my calendar so I see it first thing when I wake up. But you sent you that note. Exactly. I get a call. I'm my own boss. I get a call at 801. Hey, you joined this call? <laughs> Son of a bitch. I just rolled out the bed. Can I at least, oh at least. I my teeth and go to the bathroom. Teeth. I lumber. I, 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 I amble down to the back of the office. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? Ah, shit. I got to answer somebody. You, like, I'm going to be late. Don't worry about it. You tell yourself. You're going to call it to yourself. How do you do that? Not me. <laughs> I see the only thing that gets me, you know, going is the fact that I have orders for other people and I don't like making people wait. Like when I have the, the order for my friend, um, you know, with her husband and his job, like I try to get on those because they, they work in a, a factory. They work in a factory right now that's producing parts for ventilators for GM. So that's important to me. Like they need these masks. So if I have an order of 10, like... I may take breaks, but then I I learn to do them in portions. I cut one day, I sew the next. You know, it, it's a process, and he likes to sit and watch me put them together at night because I'll just go, you know, and then uh, it's a process. It's a process. Watch my YouTube channel. You'll see how I do it's it. It's a real process. <laughs> but, but, yeah, once, I, once I'm in that mode, I'm in the mode. And now what I'm doing, I'm designing for custom work so that's a lot easier because i can take my laptop anywhere yeah well i'll take my laptop right here i have all my I screens love to be in this space obviously you should have picked it first <laughs> i didn't realize it at first because at first we were using it for storage well to to to, to, to describe the space that nika is speaking of i actually um claimed an office space that is 10 feet from the furnace and the water heater now, I chose this space because it was previously occupied with a pallet, paint, and just stuff. So, I needed somewhere I could do at least my work and my podcast, my shows. Didn't have later. a ceiling leak. Didn't have a ceiling leak. Yeah, that was the, it wasn't leaking from upstairs. We did fix that, though. Yeah, that, That's did. kind of fixed. We fixed we that. But, um, so, I came in here and I said, I'm going to buy myself a little desk and set up in a little corner. Now, granted, the spiders keep me company, but... A positive from that is that I have no fear. I treat spiders not like ants. Uh, one crawler called my desk the other day. I watched him. He crawled off the edge and rolled over the side. I let him go. So it's cool. And I'm going to actually do some more modifications. Knocking those, knock some shelves down there here. Clearing some space out eventually. But it works out. But it's not the best space. Because sometimes you got to be here in the background. The furnace kicks on. 
And based on the amount of money I spend on these microphones, you may or may not hear that noise yeah, in the background. When I'm over there, I, you can hear the furnace kick on too. So I've heard it plenty of times in my videos. Yeah. But this works out for me. I mean, I live down here. It's Now it's like 10 o'clock at night. And I mean, my work day ended at 4. And I've still been. Stopping so technically it hasn't ended. I'm technically done because what I've done here. I'm done with because it's not working. And when it's not working at the third time, it's it's done for the day. But and uh, anyway, so <laughs> so yeah. But it's a cool space. So, you know, we do what we have to do, we make do with what we have and you know people have done more but less. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. That is so true. So shifting gears a little bit here from third to fourth. Um stop the clutch, shift the gear. I wanna tell you guys about my dog and that's not really a good way to not like his homie but a real dog not my dad yeah thank you not my homie homie but my dog dog who, who is my homie he'd been uh through thick and thin been around for a while but i want to tell you about his little episodes i don't think i've spoken about this before but i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna kind of keep you guys um entertained with it a little bit i'm not gonna give you the boring parts about it it's gonna be some sad sort parts but it'll also be some happy parts you know side note when you're down here i don't yawn when i talk uh, when, I'm by, when I'm by myself, I yawn, and I'm pretty sure people have heard that. Like there he goes yawning. He needs to get more sleep. No, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a human thing about uh, proximity to another person and yawning. Now I want to yawn because I said it. Shit. <laughs> um, here it comes. Here it goes. Anyway, dog. Talk about dog. So my puppy. He's not a puppy. He's a 13 and a half. Some would say 14, depending on the number they told me when I bought him. Euro Cavalier King Charles Cocker Spaniel. Blenheim. That's his color. It's brown and white, but they call him Blenheim or Blenheim or whatever. I had to put all that out there so you can draw the picture in your head. He's basically a dog you see when you buy a cookie jar. When you buy a cookie jar with long floppy ears and brown and white dogs, that's what they model them after. Not a Cocker Spaniel. They're Cavaliers. Named after King Charles. He's my buddy. I'm giving that much respect. I put respect on his name. <laughs> <laughs> so, about three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I don't know, sometime, some weeks ago, because all these days run together, Gromit, this is his name, had a seizure. Um, he had several, several seizures. He had several seizures. Okay. Um, he had one first on a Friday night when we were trying our brownies right. that I've not told him about. I did record an episode about it, but I didn't really, I didn't post it because I was like, I don't like the way it sounded. I think I need to freshen up. We probably should do it together. So I, I curved that one. I shelved that one for now. <laughs> but so my kids come up and they say, something's wrong with Gromit. And I'm like, bullshit. Gromit's fine. He's solid. He want hunting. No, he ain't hunting today. He about 52. <laughs> so I'm like, oh shit, fifty two ain't a good number for nobody. So I go downstairs, I see him, and he's like shaking. He's going through shakes and shit. And I'm like, oh goddamn. So I'm like, he having a seizure. So I do the normal thing. I sit down there with him, I rub him, and check him, I monitor him, I hang down there with him. I'm like, man, he's like, after he did it, he started whining and whining. And I don't know if you ever heard a dog whine, but it's the saddest thing. It's the saddest sound in the whole world. He sounds like a two-year-old baby, infant, toddler, not a toddler, 
toddler. Yeah. He sounded more like a little whining toddler. Yeah, he sounded like a little whining toddler. It was horrible to listen to. Horrible. So, he had the seizure, and I called the emergency vet, right? And they asked me how many he had had. I said, well, he had one seizure. And they said, okay, well, normally if they have two in 24 hours, then we suggest you bring them in. But if you still want to bring them in, you can bring them in. Otherwise, if you don't, we say monitor him. And if he has another one, then, you know, let us know. So I'm like, that's kind of weird. If a person had a seizure, they say bring that motherfucker in. But person, dog, there's a scale. So I'm like, all right. Well, well, I asked them, say, what's your process? Because this COVID thing is going on every time. I know you're not letting people in the building. And this is like 1 o'clock in the morning. And she's like, now, we are in a very decent area. So I don't have a problem sitting in the car at 1 o'clock. But I still don't trust people. So <laughs> she's like, well, we have you come up. You pull up. You stay in your car. We come get you when you're ready. We're impatient in one at a time. And so on and so on. Right now, there are six people in the parking lot. So immediately when I heard six, I said, my black ass going to be out there till four in the morning, five in the morning. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch him. I'm going to watch him. So that's what I did. I watched him. And I think it was fun. Why are you watching a, a dog have a seizure? Just the saddest listening to him whine because yeah. you just, you can't do anything. You're not, you know, you're just like a person, you're not supposed to move. You're not supposed yeah. to touch them. You're just kind of. Make sure they don't hurt themselves, but and you can't, you can't talk to them. They can't, you can't tell them what right, they're feeling. They can't tell you anything. Yeah. So I'm gonna fast forward through the next two pieces because he, I'm gonna tell you, he had two more seizures, but they were within 72 hours. He had another one the next night, I think, and then he had one the following day morning. So like, well, remember that one day he had two. He had two within 24 hours. Then he had, yeah, he didn't have one. He had that one that morning. And it was at that point I said, we probably should take him somewhere. I don't know. Uh, whatever, whatever. So uh, I we went online. We tried home remedies. Yeah, I was looking for home remedies. A lot of mm -hmm. stuff that they were saying just didn't seem safe to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. saying about giving them like Tylenol or something like that. I don't that. like giving them Tylenol. I don't I just, Tylenol. We just didn't feel comfortable with that. And then I just kept, kept reading, kept reading. And they said him below. And I was like, Really? Same thing yeah. for humans. You get dogs, and I, you know, I was reading into it and yeah. found it on Amazon. Yep, we bought it, and it got here fairly quickly. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, Silo, I didn't take him to the humane. I did take him to the emergency because after he well, had wasn't a, that one emergency closed or something that they said? Well, well, but, well, the emergency wasn't closed, but the emergency was so ridiculously expensive. Yeah, my plan, my idea was a. My thought was, well, tomorrow I'll just take him to Humane Society right. and have him sitting there. Because we didn't know that they were closed. Yeah. So I called Humane Society. Humane Society would close the fifth. Then he, we, uh, by then we got the your oil. research, the, yeah. the oil. So I started giving the oil, and well, I was, no, before the oil came, because it took about a week. We yeah. had some lotion. Oh, one yeah, of our no, yeah. children had some uh, hip lotion. Here. Yeah, he's not a child. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, that sounds so horrible to say our child had hip lotion. Yeah. He's five, yeah, but no, yeah. he's eighteen. <laughs> um, but he had some lotion, and they did. You know, that was one of the things to get lotion or the oil to yeah. ingest. And so I was like, oh, well, Jordan, Jordan has some. Yeah. So put the put the lotion on their feet. Yeah. Paul Pat. So instantly when I gave that to him, 
he was fine. Yeah. He stopped having seizures. He stopped having issues. And then the hip oil came a few days later. We gave him that. And he was okay. But then he felt that little weird bark at night. And my yeah. dog, the dog never barks. He He's not a barker at all. I mean, and mind you, during this process, the funniest thing is our other dog, who is way younger than him, he was like, look. Y'all need to come and find out what's going on. Like, he was his advocate when he was, you know, going through whatever he was going through. He was barking his little head off, trying to get some help for his homie. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was seriously about that. So, we watched him. And I was like, I was concerned because he had a two seizures within 24 hours. I told him three. But then he didn't have any more and we gave him the stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. He's fine. But every time that night, he would bark. And he's 13 and a half, almost 14 years old. So he has problems standing up. Yeah. So well, like maybe, he has been having that since we Well, not that long, but I mean, he had, he, he struggled, but yeah. he, 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 not, he got yeah, work. Because we were still able to take him on walks without issues. Yeah. That's right. So I was like, all right. So um, time goes by. Let's fast forward to a lot of the other boring parts. But um, time goes by, and eventually I said, you know what? Let's just take him and find somewhere to take him. Because the biggest thing was that I've always taken – I used to take him to a, a private vet. Mm -hmm. But um, I stopped doing that because the prices were so high, mm -hmm. and the quality was the same as you get at Humane Society. Yeah. So I was like, I'm taking right down the street to Humane Society. And that was really working out. But in this case, up until like this week, the Humane Society in our area was closed. Yeah, so we took him to this place. Yeah, then they had this one place. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, I'm yeah, I'm not going to say the name of the place, but all I'm going to say, we went on a Saturday and we waited for two hours in the parking lot because of their protocol, but they never, they, 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 they totally it's like were. It like, what, a whole hour to come out and even give us the paperwork to fill out. And then yeah. the process they had, I was just watching them and the process is like they weren't, they told you to stay in your car, uh -huh. but they didn't have somebody dedicated to watching the new cars that were coming up. It was just like everybody was just kind of like walking around, and then people were coming behind us that were getting seen, and I was getting so frustrated. It was it was unor it was disorganized, yeah, it was disorganized. So we um we left there and came back, but on our way home, you were like, well, shoot, maybe I don't know if you and me we said let's stop. A, you said let's stop at PetSmart and see if they have yeah. anything over the counter. I'm like, PetSmart? Shit, let's go there. So we go to PetSmart, and ultimately, while you're looking in the around, looking around, I start talking to a vet. I'm like, oh, shoot, y'all actually open back here. Yeah, we didn't realize that. Yeah. So it's like the hotel and training area was all closed off. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, I talked to the lady, and we took him there. So um, I made a plan for this week, so he just went today. Now, mind he hasn't had a seizure since. It's been at least two weeks. At least two weeks. Yeah, it's been what, two what's weeks. the date? That today's. He hasn't had a seizure this month. I think he was having the seizures around the same time when I was sick. Oh, we had the brownies. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, uh, yeah. that was at least one, two, three, three weeks ago. Oh, shoot, I've been sick. I don't know. For the last two, three weeks. So. Some time ago, we we'll go a and long no, time. I don't ago. have COVID. This is just normal sickness I go through, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a, a long time ago. So. They, I talked to them. They check him out today. They take him. They say, we're going to check him. We're going to watch him. So I'm like, you know, being overprotective at this point. I'm like, look, man, he hasn't had a seizure. I don't want to waste the time or your time or my time if you're just going to watch him. So he said, no, no, no. We're going to do blood work. We're going to do a markup. We're going to check him out. So okay, cool. Yeah, you know my thing. I'm like, they charge $200 to watch him. Yeah. <laughs> I can um, watch him at home. We can watch him at home. We've been watching him every day. Should you pay me. Free. <laughs> Where my check at? 
<laughs> Shit. So uh, he goes in today, and I'm, I'm I'm nervous. I'm like, you know, when you go to the doctor, you, oh, you don't know what they're going to come back with. So I get the thing back, and they come back late. The doctor called me, and she's very nice, and they're out here barking he upstairs goes. now. He's ready for attention. Somebody ready to take him out. He got to go. So he's like, she's like, call me and say, well, um, uh, we did the blood work. The blood work come back fine. And she said these are worse. I was expecting it to be bad because he's a he just flopping around, looks like he's depressed. I said, No, 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 no. That's just how he is. Yeah. <laughs> he has he's no reason to be happy. Guy. That's, you know, some old guys are sprightly and some are just, you know. Yeah, just like that. Leave so me she, along, give me my food and send me on my way. But she said she did say so she listened to his heart. She said, I saw he had a heart murmur. And all oh, a little minor things, you know, ears, checking the, the typical thing to breathe. So she's like, I suggest we have an X ray. So I hear X-ray, and then she goes to saying further, giving further, further suggestions, additional suggestions of MRI. These keywords that you know, even for human beings, they're expensive. So Last you time can, I had an MRI was two, two grand. Yeah, that's what it was for him. So she's like two grand for it's like a couple thousand dollars. I was like, no, 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 no. Now, let me let me park this right here Look, for a minute. Next time I go, I'll take it with me. Yeah, <laughs> oh y'all both do there. Two for one special here. Yeah. I'm gonna park this right here for a second. I'm gonna say this, and I know uh, I'm a, a pet lovers are listening. Um, I'm gonna say that I am a pet lover. I've had dogs all my life. I've had all kind of animals. I still continue to try to have animals when Nico will let me have them. So I do love them and appreciate them and respect them and take the very best care of them but people when you tell me a uh, 13 year old 13 and a half 14 year old dog needs an MRI to make cost a couple thousand dollars I really have to weigh that against the 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 the, 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 um, the benefits um, you know I told that vet in this case, they said, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not doing that. You better get an x-ray machine here just roll it in front of that little green light and just flash it through them and see what we're looking at. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah, there are more people doing Yeah, I said, yeah, I know. Just because we're out here next to the people that make money don't mean we make that kind of money <laughs> to spend on four-legged people. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. Let's figure out some other ways. Got a pill? Right. So we still have grown kids living at home and trying to get rid of. And they made it an MRI. And I'm going to question that too. <laughs> right. Like, what you do? What did you, you, you do? You pass out yet? How do you are feel? Are you bleeding out of any Are you shaking or are you shivering? <laughs> are you just cold? Maybe you should put a jacket on. You can <laughs> breathe. You can breathe just fine. It's just a fracture rib. I got my breathing machine upstairs. You'll be all right. Oh goodness gracious! If they were People little, don't have so much to say about it. If they were little too, they take us from us. <laughs> but I digress. So they did X-rays. They came back and was like, "All right, Mister Womack." <sighs> That's a sturdy call. So, Mister Womack. <sighs> okay. <laughs> a lot of things here. <laughs> I was like, you, can't you can't say that because we already nervous. The kids freaking you out. You know, it's like you take a car to shop and they look at it. And say, well. Oh. Wasn't that the animal change? Think <laughs> <laughs> about that when this whole pandemic thing is over. I need an oil change. Yeah, your car's out there in the charger too. Well, that's just because it hasn't run in like since Ever. March. <laughs> really? So she says, and these so these are issues that he has that came back. He has an enlarged heart, and they think he has a valve, a leaky valve. I'm thinking leaky valve. As you replace that, go down to all parts store, get a new valve, line, those new holes, put in clamps, and be good. Um, so they think that that's what caused his seizure. It's not that he had seizures. She said that if he had had seizures, he was two or three. He'd have a history of it. But because he had advanced ages, a medical, there's something more serious going on. 
So I was like, all right, okay. So, okay, now, cool. I don't know if I was right there because I'm not saying she wrong. <laughs> but from what I read, at that advanced age, they can just all of a sudden have seizures. And I got uh, someone else that I talked to said the same thing happened yeah. when their dog was older. Not saying that the heart condition didn't cause the seizures, but... Is a contributing factor. So he could have seizure with or without it. Exactly. So, um, when she says that, she stopped using the word seizure. And she said that what he experienced was due to his probably enlarged heart and leaky valve. So, I'm thinking, are you telling my dog had a little minor heart attack? So cute, those kids. Yeah, they're and he probably is. I'm sorry. One of our dogs came in the house. We heard him run down the stairs. And he been acting like he can't walk on stairs. We've been carrying him for the last, what? Six months? Yeah. God. So, back to, so, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked there. <laughs> we hear dogs run through That's the house. That's what happens when you have an uh, office right yeah. next to the Yeah, my office store. is right next to the door, so I hear all traffic. But, so I hear this, and I'm like, are you saying he had a heart episode? <laughs> it's an episode. So she never said that, but what she did is okay. Look, he also has stones, like bladder stones. Cause like, did, does he have problems going to the bathroom? I'm like, lady, I don't know. When he go out there and take a pee, I don't stick my head up under his tail. And say, how's it flowing? He go pee. He don't whine. He come back. So I'm like, no. So she's like, oh, okay. Well, he walked out, and they end up giving him a couple prescriptions for his heart, the irregular heartbeat. Says so heart working too hard. Yeah, I'm doing it. Sorry, folks. So they gave him a pill for that. They gave him two pills for that. One to allow his heart to function at a regular rate, and the other one's to do something else. And they're like, you're going to see instant results in him. I really? I mean, it's, you act like I got an upgraded suspension on my hot rod. I'm like, okay. Got a 1920s car, but we're putting a new engine in. Hey, we put yeah. the engine in. Okay. We're going to put the chair. We're going to do all this. We're going to hook it up. So, so the experience was one that, um, you know, I've, I, 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 like I said earlier, I've had dogs before in my life, but I've never been around when they were older because I grew up, I moved out of the house, my parents or parents maintained the dog to the end of their life. Um, this is a different phase of pet ownership mm -hmm. for me. It's definitely different for me because my experience with pets and growing up, I, I remember one pet we had, Sheba. When we lived up north, that was heartbreaking for me because I was a little girl. We got her after my accident, and she got hit by a car right in front of our house. Well, that's not natural death unless Cadillacs are natural I'm, death. I'm just putting yeah. it in perspective. Yeah. That's my experience, but long term with pets, Mama never really took care of them, so they kind of got sick before I was able to keep them long term. So it was always, you know, we grew up in in hood, so uh, you know they got hit. She would just let them go when they got sick, you know. So for me, this experience is heartbreaking to see him like that. Like, yeah. you know, it's like you have them around the house, they're your pets, you know, they're your family. But then when they get sick like this, it's just like, oh, my goodness, I just want to help them. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how you feel. And part of it, like, like I'll tell you earlier, I was like, man, I feel like um, I wish I'd have found this out sooner. Mm -hmm. like, I mean, not saying sooner would have made a difference, but it's kind of like you can't prevent the inevitable, mm -hmm. but it's not the inevitable but you know at some point you, know, like, you just want to make them more comfortable yeah i guess the thing not saying that you can prevent the the heart thing is like we were kind of talking about earlier we don't know if this is something that he had at birth you know um yeah 
But if it happened later on in his life or if it just now happened this year, you know, we're not saying that we could have prevented it, but we could have allowed him to be comfortable. Yeah, treated more proactively. Yeah. So and just, you know, not having him suffer so much because it gets to the point sometimes where he can't stand. You know, we have to help him stand up just so he can get up and be able to just walk around the house sometimes. Yeah, and that's always going to be a thing for him because he's, um, you know, that's part of breed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, things I've learned from this, especially for today, aside from having a big-ass bill that we had, but um, it's a lot of it is being, uh, I guess, what, the parts of pet ownership, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cool parts and the fun parts are when they're puppies and when they're in their best parts of their lives. The thing that you don't really think about is that one day this pet is going to die or get old. And you know you know they're going to get old. You know you're going to outlive them. But you don't really know what it's like unless you've had dogs or cats before would get old and then you know, get to the point where you have to make them comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where we are now. It's like, now I was talking to my dad today, he's talking about, he's talking, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm like, dad, I said, be honest with you. I said, you know, um, the last year or so has had enough loss to where, of human life, to where putting it in, in, putting pets into perspective. It's like, I love him. He's my dog. I'm happy he's been here for 14 years. I'm 13 and a half, 14 years. But it's, I have something to immediately compare it to and immediately have that emotion. Now, the kids have a connection to him. Yeah, especially the last two because he was around before they were born. Yeah, they were born into him. So it's different for them. And I you know I'm not taking that away from him, but you know, it's one of those things yeah, you kind of I mean, have the memories of, you know, he would just let, when Cameron all started crawling, he would just let them pull his tail and, you know, not attack or anything like that. And, you know, Cam would try to ride him. But you know, he loved it. He loved the attention. He would just, you know, snuggle up with them and stuff like that. He sure did, yeah. So, you know, for them that that's that's kind of their only pay, you know. Uh Milo came along later on, but we got him in twenty twelve. You know, uh Grammar was around prior to that, so So Here's the thing we did. This is kind of put it. This, this is going to sound real fucked up. want to talk about the other dog. If anything, he going off himself. We've had <laughs> incidences with him over the last, I don't know how many years. He got a, a toy ring stuck in his mouth one time. And the funny thing about him is he gets so quiet and he won't move when he's hurt. So you don't know. But the last time we knew something was wrong with him because one of the kids came and said they saw blood underneath him. And then we look and our oldest was like, oh, well, he had something in his mouth yeah and so gosh then when he went outside that one time last year we took him to the emergency room because he was bleeding we couldn't tell where he was bleeding from because we, we took him to the been... emergency spent two hundred dollars for her to say i oh. can't tell you where he's bleeding from hey lady you better but tell he me something. was bleeding because he was licking and more blood and stuff was coming on the floor now he grown off himself how I don't in the house he go off himself in the house. This the same dog that killed the rabbit, <laughs> killed the rabbit. Killed we the rabbit. allegedly he killed that. Allegedly, rabbit. no one seen him kill that rabbit. They keep trying to say my dog rabbit. killed the rabbit. He probably he was just trying to it. play with the rabbit. He Inadvertently killed. killed that rabbit. He is a eight year old sheepoo. At the time he he's was seven. Even, he's seven. 
He was se- he's seven he's now. Seven. He's he seven. was six then. He's six then, which means he was even more rambunctious. Your dog is a killer, and nothing wrong with that. With being a killer, it's okay to be a killer. He a little he guy. He accidentally killed the rabbit. There's a lot of people in the ID channel that accidentally killed somebody. I'm sitting sorry, in prison. who's the same person that accidentally killed the bird with the pool chemicals last whenever it was? What are you talking about? Did you that? Yeah. Uh, the bird should have gotten in the pool. And Look, the rabbit shouldn't have gotten his mouth. The rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> a, it, was a, it was a baby rabbit, oh, too. It was so cute. It was actually it sad. Was, I think he, I, I honestly think he wanted to play with it. Well, he played with it one, two, <laughs> one, one time, that was it. That rabbit stunk. Oh, maybe the mama killed it and he just no, got hold to it. it you had, don't know. It had two holes in his neck. You didn't see no I holes did, in his I neck. Did, I had to pick his stinking ass up. Yes, I did. I looked and said, oh my God, he had two puncture wounds in his head that fit Milo's mouth. No. That but, fits two holes, vampire. No, oh, he has vampire teeth. We're not, we didn't do dental impressions, but I'm going to say, based mm-hmm. on Next circumstantial evidence, your dog murked him. Your dog murked his ass, and I don't know what else it's he just did. He's sweetest. He is sweet, and he's a murderer. Look. Uh, He's gonna off himself. Can animals be murderers if they don't kill people? If they kill other animals, they aren't murderers. They just it's just nature. It's just animal be animal, right? So technically, he's okay doing it. So why do we have to go to jail when we kill somebody? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> hey, nature, <laughs> natural instincts of survival. Nature versus nurture. He was looking at me wrong, so I had to kill him. <laughs> nature always wins. So here's a question to put this on the lighter side. And somebody go, this is a oh no, you didn't say this moment. And Grandma can't this is this is this is fucked up. But Grandma can't hear very well. So he can't hear this and he doesn't speak English that English last time I checked. How long after your dog passes do you consider replacement? Okay, see, this is the <laughs> argument in this house with me because I feel I'm gonna let him talk, but I'm gonna tell y'all what I feel. I'm you what look, 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 look. We had a discussion. You're right. And I agree with you all. You and my father both said it. If you get a puppy with a dog, oh, he know he'd be replaced. Kind of like bringing a younger wife in when a wife is getting, a current wife is getting older. And she's like, oh. That's going to be another podcast. If he survives the night. This will be my final show, folks. No, that's an, that's an example. I'm not talking about what people actually doing it, but I'm just saying, you know people get guys who like here start dating a younger woman because their wife has gotten older than their acceptable range. And the, the current wife knows it. I'm digging a hole really fucking deep with this one. The current wife knows it. The funny and she's thing like, is, that's why I know some of my neighbors out here running and jogging and trying to stay up, stay fit. Trying to keep that young look on. There's no reason for a, a woman to be married 22 years to be out here jogging as hard as they be jogging. Okay, when you and, got loose skin, if he if he going, just let him go. That's yeah. all I got to say. Because a guy let himself go. If your skin go. is loose and you that old where your skin is loose and you still trying to stay fit at like 60, sorry, let his ass go. And the dude ain't even doing it. Get the money. Okay. We, we lose the subject here, but the right, dude is not doing it himself. <laughs> He's sitting there getting fat, beer belly, losing hair, ain't giving a shit. He ain't giving a shit husband. She had to try to maintain because he know he's going to try to buy somebody younger. Buy somebody. That's all I do. Anyway, that's another podcast. Back to the dog. I'm going to say that. But back to the dog. The question is, is it appropriate to replace your current dog? Now, here's why. I say this. I ask this question. I love my dog. I do. I really, really like him. I really care for him. I want the very best one. I want him to live another three, four years if he can. But I know 
butt totally negates what she It sure does. <laughs> However, I know at some point in time, I will be dogless. I'm just saying somebody, <laughs> the host of this show, has been looking at dogs for the longest time. Well, that's and not my fair. thing is, that's not he fair. hasn't even passed that's away not yet. I'm not, see, but see, that's not fair. You don't see me looking for other dogs, even though when Milo passes, after I have grieved <laughs> possibly a year. Did you put that on me, Bobby Ray? <laughs> I Bobby. will get a Siberian Husky or an Alaskan Husky. I've wanted that dog my entire life, but I never got it because they're not good with kids. Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Now, look. now that's how long I feel is appropriate. Long how, how, long, I'm sorry, how long did you say? For me, it's a year. A year? A year. A year. What, okay. After process. Okay. You know they say about women who get married a year after they divorce or their husband dies? Mm. That's not that's not long enough. She just went up and got now, married again. See, I'm just my joking. My husband passing this, so I would never remarry. I'm not one of those women. I would rather be alone. Ooh, that's another podcast. We'll talk about that later. Yep. What are we saying? The dog. Okay, my What's thing. What's acceptable for you? A month? What? Two weeks? A new dog? Yeah. A new dog? Yeah. No, no, no. That's not soon enough. That's not. That's not. That's, too that's not soon enough. <laughs> that's well, too the summer. day after you die, you have to dog company. As you take his last breath, and be those people in the house. Get this motherfucker out of here. <laughs> Get him out of here. That's my bed, y'all my see? dog. Y'all see? Go to sleep. Go to sleep. You know no, what? I can't tell a person what's an acceptable time for them to replace a dog because it is. Just, everybody is different. Everybody's different. It, I just say it's not really replacing the dog. Here's why. Here's why I tell you that. Here's why I say that. I don't look at it as as it, as I don't I don't look at it as replacing the dog because I effectively we have two at the same time. If given the option and situation worked out and they were they were right, I would have two of them. So it's not like I'm getting a second dog to a dog to replace the first one. So I'm getting another dog. You have three dogs. I don't look. You know, I two I don't, is enough for me. By the way, uh, <laughs> with or without children, two is enough. Now, see that the with or without children part that 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 I I change that because if there were no children here, then I would definitely have to have a second dog. Because what would I do? We have two dogs, but I would have a third one. So you need two for yourself. No, it wouldn't be for us. That would be for us. No, you just said you needed a second one. <laughs> I would need a second one. For, I would be okay with a second, a third dog. I wouldn't. But see, that's just the thing. So you know that. The because you don't realize how much the kids cost us. The dogs are way cheaper. It's not about that for me. <laughs> but see, it, I don't want a whole bunch of animals running around the they house. They wouldn't be running around the house. Look at, where's Grom? Half of you ain't know where he is. Do you? That's true. That's true. Do, do, do you move around? Even, as when, much. even when he can move around, I don't even want when he can move around. Every you know time was? I step somewhere, it's another pet. Okay, that's, that's just that, too many okay. pets to that's, worry about. That's not even how it is, though. True fact: When Grandma was like seven, did you really always know where he was? I don't know where Milo is half the time. Exactly. I don't know where your children are half the time. And who cares about One that? Left today and didn't say nothing. He did. He gone for three weeks. And you know what? Fine. I'm sorry. Wait. He told me this weekend where he was going. So, bad. but he didn't he say bye when he was leaving. He had we'll packed his bag and walked out. He gonna find the locks changed. I'm, I'm, I'm. Look, look, look. All I'm saying is this: 
the way I view dog ownership, and it's not saying that I'm imposing this on you or saying that you have to agree with this, but how I view... I See, that, that's that kind of third dog shows up here uninvited. She says, I don't know where it came from. It's a stray. Another stray cavalier. You just have to find out on the street. Look, all I'm saying is this. The way I view it is two dogs are like three dogs because the way that we train them, they're self-sufficient to an extent. The only expenses are veterinary bills and cleaning the pool in the yard. If we had a third dog here, you really wouldn't notice it. Not not trying to sell you on it because I don't want three yeah, dogs. Because you're not gonna sell me on it. And I don't want to pay for the food. But again, if circumstances were right, and whatever, whatever, whatever kids, da, 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 a third Cavalier or a third Alaskan Husky, sure, now that's a bigger dog. But still, ultimately, dogs will be the same. They always, mostly, mostly adhere to the alpha dog. So we'd be cool with it to some degree. But yeah, it's not a discussion for us to have because we're not going to get a third dog because we technically don't have the space for a third dog. And we have other toys to buy. Agreed? Yeah, and then, you know, when we <laughs> go on and go on vacation, we have to find someone to watch three pets. That's exactly what I'm saying, that, you know, three pets is too many. But right now, I am asking that question to you guys. What is an acceptable time to look at replacing your pet? And if it's sooner than later, do you feel it's disrespectful to the pet that is deceased that is deceased to replace them sooner? Does it diminish the love and affection you have for that pet? Okay, honestly, I say about three to six months. It's an acceptable time to replace a pet. A year is excessive. That's just me being silly. But honestly, uh, would I wait a whole year? If I had to, if I was getting a dog that was, you know, being bred or, you know, something like that, because Milo was like that. Like I had, mm-hmm. to, it was a time mm-hmm. frame I had to wait. And, um, you know, it, it was a process because she wanted to make sure I was right fit. She wanted to make sure, you know, her pet was the right fit. So it, I waited about a year for him. But when we got him, he was only a few, a few weeks. Well, not a few weeks, but he was old enough to to leave because he was born in November. We got him in February. So, um, but the process was about a year. So I say in 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 mental time, three to six months is acceptable to think about replacing a pet once one dies. And well, a, a dog or a cat. I'll yeah. say like big animals because yeah. like a rabbit or something that you. Gonna get another one, you yeah, know. <laughs> Wait for the rabbits to have more babies <laughs> in the yard, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, see, and I'm more, I'm more so along lines like of a year to a year to eighteen months, because you know, again, picking the right pet, picking the right dog, right. finding the right breeder, make sure the dog's a good fit for you. Because I don't want to bring a dog in just to have a dog. I don't want to be one of the people that's replacing. Well, pet see, now when dog. I say three to six months, that's me waiting and starting to look. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That, that's the looking time because I know when I make decisions, it takes me a while to be sure I'm making the right decision. So, like you said, 12 to 18 months or longer decision-wise, Yeah, you know, 
Because like you said, you got to pick the right person. You got to make sure that these pepper, people aren't puppy mills or whatever it is that they're doing. You want to make sure it's right. Yeah, especially when they're out of state. Yeah, because that's because Gromit came from, I believe he came from a puppy mill. Yeah, we're, the, we're thinking that maybe he did. Was the, yeah. a few things that we noticed straight away. Straight away, yeah, yeah. Uh, with him. And then one thing that you noticed when you took him to the vet the first time about his uh, removal. His neutering, yeah. Yeah, it, it was not done properly, so... Yeah. So yeah. So real quick story about that. I got I got Garland back in 06. 06, 06, 06. Yeah, because Cam was born in 07. Yeah. yeah. He was born in 06, and I initially contacted his breeder, and um, she said she had no puppies or she did something like that. I forget the story, but she, the funny thing about it is that I contacted her in um prior to no prior to the breed being the, to the litter being born, uh, in 06. Oh, oh, five. Oh, six. Oh, six. Yeah, you started for a while talking to this lady because yeah. I think you missed a missed a litter. Yeah, I missed if I'm a litter. Not I missed a litter. Oh, maybe I didn't. I, I wasn't ready to purchase it at that at time. And but she followed up with me in. I think we talked in December of oh six. Then oh seven for some reason in February or January she came back to me and said, "Hey, we still have a puppy left here that nobody wanted. Were you still interested?" And I thought it was kind of odd. No, because they're still interested. It was months after the mm-hmm. little born. Yeah. And I've been watching her for a while since I knew you had Because I puppy. think when she contacted you, I was like, right? I thought she said she didn't have any more. Yeah, it was like, yeah, everyone was kind of forced like that. So I was like, well, yeah, what do you have? Whatever, whatever, whatever. So she had gone down to her price by 300 bucks. So um, I was like, well, you know, okay, he's a little older. I think he was born in November. So it's like, I got him in March, December, January, February, March. So he's almost six months old. About six months old is called when I got him. So, and then she dropped the 300 bucks. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. So, when he came, he looked good. But when I looked at him, I said, like, oh, he'd already been neutered. But he had a scar. And it was yeah. the scar was kind of odd. Like, that's a weird way to do a neutering. I mean, I haven't had many dogs that have been neutered. I mean, my last dog, my Duchess was a female. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't, I never had a male dog. So, I'm like, oh, all right, whatever, whatever. But as years went on, I realized he didn't have a problem for the neutering. But researching what... Dog, why they have him so early? Let me know that he probably had an issue when he was younger, and people that were signed up for him earlier didn't want him. And it's probably good I got him because I don't know what would have happened to him yeah. at an older age. They yeah. might have put him down or whatever. Who knows? Immediate. I think you immediately started um, thinking that he was actually from a puppy mill or something like that. Yeah, because so he looked he looked a little a little rough when I got him. He was, but he's always been so calm. And you know they, they say he's neuter, and you know my dog. He he's he's prone to be active anyway because he's part poodle. But um, you know he he's full of energy and he's not neutered. Yeah, <laughs> we have jokes about that. He he came, but he came. Milo came from a good. We, yeah, he we came physically from a good place. Saw, we, yeah, we saw we, the people. Um, we were able. I was lucky enough to find a lady. Um, I have been talking to her for about two years. I missed a couple of um, breeds, and then some of the breeds she because she had done several different breeds initially yeah and then she just focused on the sheepoos and then the poodles and stuff like that um and so she you know i liked her because she showed me the mom she showed me the dad mm-hmm. um you know she when the litter she told me when she was going to breed her her breeding time and she only did it once um with the dogs and that's good and, that's and, stressed um, the dogs out she had set up of, of several other puppies she showed me when they were born she told me you know when they were getting their shots you know she kept giving me updates as they were getting older um and then when they started to 
<laughs> when when they started to uh, get you know more puppy like I guess because you know it's like you know newborns they look a little weird and slimy when they're first born but then when they start developing after a couple of weeks they start looking so cute so when I seen him immediately after, I knew I didn't want a girl I knew that and she had uh, several girls so uh, she had less boys than girls I think it was like eight babies or something born at that time um, and they all survived. And she was taking such good care of these dogs, but she also uh, took care of horses. Yeah, as well. she had horse horses farm. in it. It was she just was amazing. Um, her name was Donna. Actually, I remember that because my mom's name was Donna. You remember but, those um, details like that? I have yeah. to write them down. <laughs> I remember that stuff. But yeah, she. Uh, once I decided that you know he was who I wanted, I put the deposit down and. Well, actually, when I decided I wanted him and I told her I was going to put the deposit out, she took him off the website. He was mine. He was taken. And I just really appreciate it. She gave me like more time than probably normal people would to put the deposit down for him. Um, and once I did that, you know, it it was a time frame. We set up the meeting. We drove um, two, hours. two hours. Yeah, two hours. I can't yeah. remember where it was. It started Sears. With, I think it was Sears, Michigan. Something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it was it was really nice, and she let us you know stick around. She told us about the dog and stuff like that. We we she wanted to make sure we had a connection before she let the dog go, yeah. which was really really nice because it wasn't just about selling the pets. You know, she wanted to give these dogs to a good family, and she wanted to you know make sure that I mm -hmm. she was also a right fit. So it wasn't just about her and us. But, you know, it, it was about how we felt about her, too. So, yeah. yeah. If, if if I ever decided to get another sheep, I would definitely go through her. Because she even, uh, on his first birthday, she asked me to send her pictures with the with the dog. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, kind of the experience. We, we, our, our experiences are uh, very, are vastly different. Um, yours, we wouldn't got your dog from a place. I think we got him. We got him second. He though. gets car sick. Well, he doesn't anymore. No, he doesn't but, anymore, but he does shake a little bit. Yeah, he gets really yeah. <laughs> like car sick. Probably. But he got. We got him from someone we knew. But we learned from our mistakes. Like, I don't. I don't call grandma getting grandma a mistake because I'm. I feel like I saved a dog that was older. No one would have wanted, and who knows what would have happened to him because he couldn't breed. He couldn't reproduce. The puppet no one wanted, and. Who knows where he came from? He mm -hmm. came from Texas. Well, who knows what would have happened to him had we not got him? Yeah. You know? And and as a result of that, now I kind of I found a lot of groups for rescue puppies, mm -hmm. rescue dogs, and things of that nature. People getting dog feed, puppy meals just suffering and seeing these little cages and shit. Mm -hmm. But. Now, see, you oh, can follow that. I can't follow that. Just like little. little the rescuers. Not the, not the. They don't. They, they, no, they, I'm saying because you hear the stories of where they come from and mm -hmm. stuff like that. It, it's just so sad. It, it is. But I, I I'll tell you this though about that, and from 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 what I've seen and followed, um, like I follow this group Cavalier Rescue, and the 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 bad sides of the puppy mills and the cage and these places in parts of, of the country where they just breed dogs, they send them, they ship off these people that have high dollar value. This mm -hmm. they'll pay this money for a dog and they don't know where it's coming from. They don't care. These the, this group actually goes out, buys a dog from the puppy mill auctions, the mm -hmm. auction that where puppy mill, puppy mills get them from. Get them into rescues so these dogs are used as breeders yeah. at breeding uh, facilities or whatever to 
line of pockets of people who don't give a shit about the dog. They're looking for a profit. So that's one of the things I said going forward. If I when I get another Cavalier, because I probably stick with the breed. Cause I, it took me a long time to find a dog that works well with kids that I like. When I get another, I'll get a rescue um, because it it seems to be more um, rewarding. Mm-hmm. And this the, to, to the breed to the dog whatever. But what I won't do is buy these dogs from these bloodline official dated yeah. back to King Charles three thousand dollars for yeah, a fucking you dog. Through a whole bunch of that one site that we had that was selling them dogs mm-hmm. like that for like three four grand. What lid? Because the dog have champion lineage. I don't give a shit. Say, yeah, come on, really? I, I'm not showing a. Prove I'm not, it to me. I want to see the DNA. And if it is, so what's what's a championship lineage right, do in like my life? That's telling me I, I I had some ancestors that was royalty and back in 1400 or something. Right. I don't care. You know how disconnected I am to that? <laughs> some of them got to got my mortgage. I don't care. He leave no money for me. No, so what do I care? Yeah, I don't have a crown. I don't have the jewels. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's 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 essentially how I look at how I look at it. My next dog will come from somewhere like that from from a place like that. First of all, they're charging realistic prices. Mm-hmm. It's realistic prices for for a great dog. I think the dogs are better. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about these people who sit here and groom their dogs and stand them up and hold it set to walk down the aisle so he won right, five times. Yeah, like Milo was reasonable. Yeah, they're not cheap. Milo was reasonable. I think he was like eight fifty or something like that. Yeah, Um, which wasn't bad considering. Um, But I did a lot of research on the type of animal that I wanted because we still had, you know, small kids. Yeah. uh, Prior to Milo, I had a a, what the heck was uh, Prince. A Pomeranian. Pomeranian. And, and they were just not, he was just not a good dog for kids. He was very territorial. And, you know, they wanted to play, he wanted to attack. Yeah. And, and it just wasn't good. So, um. Yeah. It, knowing, knowing dogs, knowing the dog breed, the breed of dog, you're getting a temperament and, you know, mm-hmm. the environment you're bringing them to is paramount. If you're living in an apartment, you can't get a dog that needs to run. Right. And you, if you have small kids, don't get a Dalmatian. Oh, it's not good. Used to have us running for our money. I swear, yeah. <laughs> he used to get on my nerves. That's the first dog I wanted to kill. Oh man, you get <laughs> right up on him. He would wait till you went to reach out and pew. He knew you couldn't catch him, but he wasn't the right. He wasn't the right dog. Yeah, for he, us was, he wasn't. And he went. He went to a family member, and all the poor qualities he had with us was totally different with her. And he is. He went to the right home. So yeah, yeah. So. Those have been our dog experiences. So, um, you know, it's fun having dogs. It does, there's a lot of work with them. They're, they're, they're cute. I'm they're being cuddly, a pet but, rock. You know. It doesn't do anything. I ain't got to spend no money on it. You got to play those. Decorate it, bling it out. You, you, you can you do that. And they don't, you know what? They'll be right when you left them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always know where they are. <laughs> exactly. All right, folks. Well, we're going to let y'all go and get back to your Friday at home having a party. Is it Friday? Is it Friday? Yes, it's, it's Friday. Friday. Wow. I'll, I'll work tomorrow. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you. If you guys are stuck around to the end of this, this is a little longer one here, but I like it. It's cool. Yeah. We kinda, yeah. When we're together, we're kind of all over the place. Yeah, we are. You know? We're kind of like paint. We're all we over the wall. stick to a topic. But that, no, 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 no. This is, this is, this is, this is what you get. <laughs> we are, we are not. We are we are not a structure like that. We just know this is what we get. This is how we do. Like I say on my YouTube channel, I am very 
inconsistent. We are consistent. Consistently inconsistent. And after you get through, you have to be consistently inconsistent. So, yeah. So, everybody, uh, you know, thank you for sticking out if you made it to the end with us. If you have any input or feedback or our subjects or topics yes. here, let us know what you think. Um, if you have any similar experiences, we'd love to hear them. All right. Thank you for hanging out with me. I'm Gregory. Thank you, Nika, for joining me. You're me. welcome. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, I got to go. Somebody called my baby ugly. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a Friday. All right. Take care, folks. And stay safe.